Hello friends, welcome back to the Because Marjorie's Work podcast. Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. <laughs> <laughs> when does that even get old? I mean, I was having a conversation with a colleague at work last week, I believe, and she was like, maybe until, we're allowed to say it until Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, uh, maybe that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, from us, it's Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, because we Good haven't, be this is our first podcast back in... Of course, are you trying to think? <laughs> <laughs> Did you record anyone I'm aware? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is our first podcast back and it's really, we missed you guys and I'm sure you missed us too. Yeah. Um, welcome back, welcome back. Mm, January. Setting goals is a common topic when January rolls in. It makes sense really because I think a new year is both a literal and a metaphorical fresh start. Yeah. And it's not unlikely that as a couple, you both have sat down to set goals about different areas of your life. Mm. But our question is, did you set goals about your marriage? Did you set goals relating to your relationship? Mm, relating to your relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> did you set goals that pertain to your relationship with each other? Mm. I believe that setting goals creates a shared vision and agreed upon bigger picture and it helps you get aligned. Yeah. It also promotes a team mentality and helps us remain unified even when we disagree, regardless of your feelings about making New Year resolutions. Mm. I mean, the, 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 the ultimate idea of setting goals in the first place is direction, isn't it? Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, direction, precision. You are literally not gambling mm, with mm. the path that you're going in your life. Mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm, a target. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, and then you can take on actions based on that target. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so clarity, direction, precision, literally, and then it then disallows burnout largely because you're not confused. Mm. You know, kind it of disallows manages. division as well. No, I'm, I'm even saying in terms of goals now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, imagine setting goals, goals so together as a couple so disallows division, like division. You both are not so running. So now, business. as a couple, yeah, it disallows division. But I'm saying as a person, yeah. first of all, that's the essence. Mm. So imagine that you now bring that idea into the reason for setting goals together as a couple. Yeah. And understanding that that brings, you know, clarity for how the year is going to be, mm. brings precision, mm. you know, brings direction, mm. helps the, both of you um, work toward that target that you set. Yeah. Um, and disallow burnout, mm. largely. The idea that you both know what you are going for mm. and you are actually working towards it. Not yeah. like one person is working towards something they hope to achieve mm. and the other person is working against it, which is then the division, yeah. you know, that you speak about. That's my thought. Like, yeah. So, there, yeah, viewing it like that makes it make sense. Like, look, we set goals around every other thing. Want to buy a house this year, want to buy another car, want to, you know, and then... We don't set goals about we want to be this thing <laughs> together this yeah, year, or this yeah. is who we want to be, or this is how we want to be, or this is how we want our marriage to look like. Yeah, yeah. You know, this year. And honestly, like regardless of your feeling about New Year resolutions, I think the New Year presents a great opportunity for you to grow your relationship with one another. Absolutely. And for us personally, we've always set goals, and. One thing that has helped us is that we try to ensure that our goals are SMART. Many people know the SMART acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and they are time-bound. Because we found that being reasonable and specific 
and also that act of just breaking down our goals into smaller achievable chunks mm. make it, it it goes a long way in the year it goes a long way in helping us actually really realize and see these things come to fruition the things that we've actually put down on paper and so for example now we noticed that last year we in between moving houses settling in our new home me changing jobs our date nights took a hit <laughs> yeah so one of the things that we set a goal about this year was our date nights but right. instead of resolving to just say something like we are going to go on more dates we decided that we were going to go on two dates per month and one major dress up real fancy dates every quarter yeah and by giving ourselves a specific number and time frame what that has done for us is to create momentum. We're just a few weeks into January and we've gone on our first date for the month already. Right. So we have just one more date this month right. or even more I mean, than technically, that. Technically, that yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I can decide to spoil you. Oh, shit. This year, I'm available for spoiling. It's my year of the soft girl life. <laughs> Better wake up. <laughs> yeah, so basically... Um, being specific being yeah. it makes it it helps the goal a lot yeah but i think more importantly for us as well is the other concept that we learned from the book atomic habits mm. and that was about the fact that you develop or cultivate habits that support your goals absolutely i feel like no goal consists only of one task mm. Like there's no goal that just consists of one task. Mm. Like to because for a goal to be achievable, you need to be a certain type of person. Absolutely. You need to become a certain type of person. Right. And I think that that has also helped us a lot in saying, you know what? If we're saying that we want to have two date nights this year, mm. what are the habits that we need so to we put need in to place? To make that happen. Yeah. Right. How must we be more disciplined with time? How would we eliminate procrastination? Mm. And I think that that's something that would help a lot of people. If yeah. instead of just having blankets, large goals, like I want to have a happy marriage, yeah. break it down. What does that really mean? What does a happy marriage mean? What does it consist of? What exactly? You know, who do I need to be to make that happen? Mm. Who does my spouse need to be to make that happen? I think there are a lot of elements mm. in goal setting and the idea of even achieving them in the first place, you know, that a lot of people get frustrated with when mm. they set goals and find out that they are struggling. Mm. You might be struggling because you are not the kind of person that can achieve that goal. Mm. And that might be based on how you think, maybe based on how you feel day mm. to day, might be based on what you do. Mm. And so you want to pay attention to those three factors. How do I think, mm. even in line with this goal I've set? Do I even think it's achievable in the first place? You know, do I need to change something? Do I need to change who I am? Do I need to change how I do think? Do I need to change a mindset about... The mindset, perception and assumption. You know, there are things that you might need to teach you to, to figure out how you position to be that kind of person that can achieve the goal. And mm. I think when you mentioned atomic habit, I'm, I'm reminded of, you know, the way that it says to build habits. Yeah. That makes it really easy for people. Um, and it's, it's something that you might want to practice, like... You set goals, but those goals require actions that you are not particularly always used to. Mm. So let's say some people want to start, you know, date nights now, for example, and it's not something they've normally practiced. So they don't even know where to start from, right? If you find clues around things to do or you consider actions that you might be able to put in place, you know, how do you make sure you kick it off? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, James Clare, the author of At um, Atomic, Atomic Habits, Habits yeah. you, know, you know, put this certain 
pointers down says to make it make it obvious mm. right so how do you make it obvious for example maybe you've even chosen how you're going to go for it right and so you say okay we're going out for this date night or we're doing it indoors mm. if you're doing it indoors for example what are the things you want to use for the date night right is it possible to put those things in view yeah every time you spot it you are reminded about the date night yeah even if the day hasn't come mm. And then it says make it make it easy. Yeah. Right? What do we need to take out of the way to make sure that we can do it? For some people, kids might be the problem. Mm. So, oh, the excuse is, where do we keep our kids? What do we do with our kids? You know, because of the kids, we can't. No, there are no excuses. So make it easy. What do you do to make sure that there is no excuse in the way? Mm. If kids need to be taken care of by someone... Hire the play, person. I mean, play that <laughs> part already. Hire the person, reach, you know, have a conversation with someone. Do something, you know, to get that excuse out of the way mm. and make it easy for you to go through with the date night. Then another thing he says is make it attractive, mm. right? What's the goal of the date night? What does he affect as regards the both of you? What's the what's the goal? Mm. You know, how can you make it attractive such that you guys want to actually do it? Yeah. You know, is it the dressing up? Is it the seeing <laughs> yourselves like you saw yourselves when you got married oh, is it the, you what do you want to do like you know, recreating, like, yeah. recreating so first what are you trying to achieve yeah. with it that makes it attractive to you to want to you know go for it mm. and then the last one it says make it rewarding mm. now what's the reward a beautiful done, marriage <laughs> you know um i mean i like the idea of anticipating excitement fun love you know just recreating the beauty of the you know attention attraction all of that that you had in your initial phase if you did have it you know what's the reward that yeah. you can create for some people it can be it can be anything right but even the mere satisfaction from the fact that you actually did take yourselves out mm. that you actually did focus on both yourselves like you matter right that's reward yeah at a level I mean, other people can then decide what other reward they intend to put in mm. place. But, you know, those four things actually help just put you in the right direction yeah. of making sure those goals are achieved. Yeah, Literally. yeah. I think that's that's a very succinct summary of it all. Like, and I, I like the way you've broken it down. Like, I think about an, another example. Like, you want to listen to the Because Marriages podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to listen to the Because Marriages podcast. Make it obvious. Make it obvious. <laughs> Subscribe. Subscribe. On <laughs> put let, it on your favorites exactly yeah. set a reminder you know the podcast drops every saturday you set a reminder yeah, yeah so set a reminder make it obvious mm-hmm. yeah and then, and then make it easy make it easy it's on your phone put it close to you <laughs> if you think you're going to disturb everybody around you get airplugs oh shit make it easy <laughs> And then make it attractive. Maybe mm. you want to listen to us um, sipping juice mm-hmm. or something, or eating cookies or something. Or, getting, us, a, or getting a massage. Send <laughs> us the bill when you're done. Please don't send <laughs> <it. laughs> any bills to us, though. You know, and then make it rewarding. So maybe the reward for you is the fact that after listening to the podcast, you're able to then practice what you care. Yeah. And then figure out how it works, yeah, right? Yeah. You intend that, I want to listen to this podcast and just, you know, practice these things I'm hearing and, you know, see how it changes up my marriage, mm. right? And that might be the reward for you. The fact yeah. that you find out that when you consistently, consensuously, and with commitment, practice these things, you begin to change the experiences and the outcomes mm. in mm. your marriage. I think so far we've spoken about defining the goal 
And in defining the goal, we spoke about making it smart, um, specific, measurable, achievable, right. realistic, and time bound. We've also spoken about discovering habits, mm. setting yourself up to win literally yeah. setting yourself up with the things and the tools and the personality the mindset all of the things that you need to win yeah. and to achieve these goals and then i also think the last part will be also be setting up a system around yourself that would also mm. help you thrive mm. i think after you set these goals surround yourself yourself with people who respect your goals Right. And I think this year, that is something that many of us cannot afford to joke with. Mm. The people in our network. Sure. If you're surrounded by people who do not believe in the sanctity of the institution of marriage, who all they have to say about marriage is negative vibes and negative reports, mm. there's a high chance that they will start to rub off on you, on your mindset with those things. True. If you are surrounding yourself with the social media news about the divorce rates here and there, and that is the not, the predominant thing that you're feeding yourself with, you, yeah, yeah. you will be trying to build your home or your marriage from a place of fear and not necessarily mm. from a place of abundance. You might not even be building because... Mm. Somewhere subconsciously, you've already considered what's the use of building anything that is still going to crumble, mm, right? And mm. so, because you've seen so much crumbling, and you already feel like there's no there's no need even trying to create mine in mm. the first place. There's no need. You don't even stop consciously. You actually stop without knowing you stopped. Mm, subconsciously, you just, like you just you, you just, just default to, to self protection. That is not worth it, and mm. so you're protecting yourself from what you think might befall you, even if it will never befall you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you you actually would call it on yourself. Mm. Right. Just by stopping. Yeah, yeah. So surround yourself with people who respect your goals. Mm. Surround yourself with people who are going in the same direction. Yeah. Surround yourself with people who believe in your goals. It is about the mindset. It is about do they believe in that your marriage can work? Do they believe in your union? Mm. Do they respect are they the investor yeah. in terms of the preservation mm -hmm. you know, of what you have? Mm. Right? As you will be. Are yeah. they going to look out for you like you should look out for yourself? Yeah. And yeah. all of that. So, respect what you have mm, what you share with your spouse mm. so setting up yourself with the tools would also require setting up yourself with people as well that are going in the same direction as you and really if you've set goals we're happy to hear them right we are because <laughs> i mean for me i understand how it's possible for people to stay married on the assumption that all is well mm. right and it doesn't come naturally for most people to say I want to set goals. For my marriage. That's how we started out. No, for they, my marriage, yeah. It comes naturally I, yeah, for many people to set goals for, for their finances. For you know, I mean, it's easy to just consider we're the two people in the marriage and mm -hmm. we're okay. And that's even based on assumption, mm. right? And you'll be shocked to realize that, you know, people have lengthy coping and adjustment tendencies. Mm. So you can it can take five years before you realize that our marriage has been hit. Mm. Right, and or that's we've just, just been coasting. Or we've, yeah, we've been coasting, and you're not aware that that's been happening for five years because you know no one spoke. Mm. I mean, you guys can adjust. You know, the human adaptive tendency kicks in, and you guys are actually coping with you know a marriage that is probably not working, mm. or you know has a tendency to you know have issues later on in life. Yeah. But then if you go through these checks, like we're saying, like you're consistently checking on the health of your marriage, like you will check on the health of your car. <laughs> like you, you will know, take your car for the MOC. Yeah, you want to prove your car is roadworthy. I mean, of course. Like, so you check on your marriage. Be yeah. sure that it is actually worthy of existence. <laughs> <as it is. laughs> you know, that would disallow you from 
hitting these places where you fear mm. marriage is always hit. Yeah. And of course, people always get there for several reasons, right? Um, first of all, personality types differ. Yeah. And that's two people now with maybe differing personality types, personality yeah. traits, mm-hmm. right? Attachment styles. Mm. Like there are multiple reasons, assumptions, presumptions, perceptions, worldview. There are multiple reasons that people will clash or have friction or have differences in marriage. Yeah. And so if you're not from time to time observing these things, reviewing these things, adjusting where adjustment is needed and, you know, checking on yourself to just make sure that we are on the right path. We are flowing through the right, you know, um, um, path together. You, you won't be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, we've also put in place some tools that can help you work towards the goal of having a happier and more meaningful relationship right. in 2023. Right. Aside from the podcast, of course. <laughs> so we currently have five slots for both our premarital and postmarital sessions, which yeah. will run from January to April, and I tell you free of charge you would love to take advantage of that by following the link in our bio your relationship will definitely thank you for that investment thank you for it i mean um it's always beautiful to see our people discover things that they never knew about themselves they never knew about their marriage and they never also knew was possible yeah about you know how they could live I mean, I think, I think, I think the work, life. the work that we do with marriages is something that I can never take for granted. Right. It's one thing that breaks me constantly right. when I see some of our couples how they came in to the sessions and, then they get a and how they the, leave. The, the, the sessions. Are I over. mean, I think the right. highlight, the highlight for me last year was when one of our couples said for us to officiate their their vow renewal. That's the, it yes, like I, I remember how mm. we're supposed to be officiating a vow renewal service, but I was fighting the tears, <laughs> like because it was just beautiful to yeah. see how, how, how the transformation, how God can actually work in the heart of people yeah. and change their story. I think it is a beautiful thing. And I, I believe you know, just as you're saying that, I believe how it is not. There's no lost case until, you know, the people involved have decided that there's a lost case or mm. it's a lost case, right? I, I was reminded about the couple that already paid to separate. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we went out on a limb and said, you know, take the money back from your lawyer. Let's work on this marriage and see what happens, mm. right? And that's that was the end of the story, mm-hmm. you know. That divorce was cancelled, right? They and they're thriving. together and they're thriving. And you know, that's the beauty of understanding that, look, it's possible if I just walk out of my own point of view mm. or our own point of view, our own assumptions, our own reference points and, you know, seek counsel, you know, seek coaching, mm. seek therapy. You know, you will find that you might see things that you never knew the benefit yeah yeah i think i think that's one thing that counseling and coaching does he it opens your eyes to your own blind spots Mm, the mm, places where you yeah and then it gives you the benefit of a different perspective right like even like for someone just listening to this 
one of the goals that you might want to just set for your relationship and your marriage in 2023 will be to get regular counseling sessions, regular marriage coaching sessions. Mm -hmm. No man is an island. We have people that we defer to, right. that we go to and speak to as well, yeah. right? And I think it is it is very essential because as we go through life, we acquire those blind spots. Mm -hmm. But then you need people that love you, that care about the 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 union, right? But then who can also then, give you objective advice? Yeah, they're outside of the pressure that mm. you face. I mean, we will probably have had a totally different story if we didn't come to the place where we realized that we needed counsel, wisdom, mm. you know, from time to time. You know, and I, I know and I understand how it's always said that the first five years of the marriage are you know, the trickier part, you know, and all that. And so for newlyweds, you might be navigating differences and struggling and toiling and not realize that these are things that, of course, because nobody tells you or teaches you what, you know, is going on, you would have consistent friction with yourselves, mm. right? Adjusting to things that could be avoided yeah. if you learn differently. Mm. And right. it is not shameful. Of I course. think we need to even just disabuse our mindset of like asking for help means you're weak. I mean, no. I wish we knew to ask for help like in the period where we're finding things out. <laughs> 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 the, I mean, till we got to the point where we discovered all the things we then discovered and learned things we learned and started to pay attention to actual growth. And then we figured, I think that's when it became very important mm. that yeah. the ministry part of our marriage has to happen. I yeah. think that's when it became very important when we realized it's actually true. Mm. People can come to the place where they find themselves at their wit's end and they're wondering, how did we get here? Mm. Now you would never know how you got there because that's not who you were in the first place. That's not how you started. That was not the goal of the marriage. But because there was no goal set, mm. because there was no check on your health, mm. because there was no check on your stability, because there was no check on the path that you were following, mm. you find out that when you get somewhere that you are shocked by, <laughs> you got there, mm. actually. Mm. Mm. Oh, so, this is us just saying... This was saying... supposed to be so short. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying? So basically, this is us just saying, welcome back and happy new year. That's literally what we're supposed to say from the beginning. <laughs> welcome back, actually. <laughs> so welcome back, happy new year. But more importantly, remember that marriages work and the marriages that work are worked at. We're rooting for you and we're willing to walk the road of marital success with many more of you in 2023.